to go first. It doesn't matter. We'll just go with it. Mate, we're already recording. Oh, fuck. The Daily Talk Show, episode 27. 27? Did I name this right? I don't know if I did. Let's have a look. I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, I did. It's episode 27, everyone. Hi. <laughs> it's Josh that was, Jansen. There's a peek behind the curtain. It's uh, And Tommy Jacket here. Jeez, mate, we're, we're peeking, giving a lot of peeks. Aren't we? Well, there was two about? in one in one fucking sentence. You, I recorded early, and then there was that little peak. What is it? I don't mean. A, I don't know what a peak is. Where peak? You just fucking said we've given you a bit of a peak behind the curtain. Oh yeah. Now let's start this again. That was annoying. I look like a fucking idiot. No. Nah, you know what? That's another peak behind the curtain. I <laughs> <laughs> nah, like you got me, mate. Yeah, boy. There All we right. go. Welcome to the um, Honest Podcast. Yeah. Bunch of dickheads that don't know anything. Anyway, we're still in Sydney and I, we're sitting on a hotel room bed. We've only ever started recording once prior. <laughs> yeah. And you told me, no, nah, you're being a fucking idiot. Turn it <laughs> off and start again. Because We've I'm, only ever started again once. Yeah. I'm glad you pushed through. Thanks, bro. And that was because you, um, yeah, you didn't like that I was, I had seat, was sitting on my back, like, no, it was okay. It'd be like having a conversation with your best mate, and your best mate is behind a door behind you, <laughs> okay. so you actually can't see them. Yeah, I can understand. And, the, why and you noise. then can't physically move and turn to see them because you're stuck in a position. That it was, was annoying. It. it was anyway. Annoying. We're closing the loop. I fucked up. Mate, hashtag close the loop. This is awesome. I opened the loop yesterday, which was when I was talking about the Dead Sea, my bum stinging yeah, in the yeah. salt water. Yeah, the bum. But I dropped in. I just happened to drop in that oh, the Dead Sea is the lowest point on Earth, mm-hmm. which is a big fucking call, right? Yeah, and I, I pulled you up on it, not knowing anything about anything. You know when you say something, but you feel convinced like because you feel like there's enough evidence, but you're still unsure. Like I remember seeing signs everywhere, right? And I think it's a bit of a selling point for the tourists. So I was like, it's pretty sure. Anyway. However, close so I the just, loop. I just searched it. Is the Dead Sea the lowest point on Earth? And it says, uh, Sea of Salt, uh, which is another name for it, is a salt lake bordered by Jordan to the east of Israel and Palestine to the west. Okay, go on. Its surface and shores are 430.5 metres below sea level. Earth's lowest elevation on land. The Dead Sea is 304 meters deep, the deepest hypersaline lake in I the don't world. I understand what is going on. Okay, so it it doesn't like it doesn't give you the answer when you say is the Dead Sea the lowest Mate, point. This on is Earth? called close the loop, no, 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 not no. open it another fucking It doesn't say yes loop. or no, but it does say when you do type in that, the answer that comes up is um, it's. Surface and shores are 430 metres below sea level, Earth's lowest elevation on land. So I will close the loop. It is the lowest point on Earth that is land. It is still classified as land. Okay. So there's probably holes that go a lot deeper than the Dead Sea. (laughs) (laughs) And it's... (laughs) What the fuck came to your mind when I said that? I don't know. Maybe you're... What did come to your mind, you weird Oh, you fucking stingy bum. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it's close the loop. It's a cool place to go. You should get there. Yeah. um, You can see over to Jordan. So... um, That's cool. It's like... Yeah. It's another country. You're looking across a lake to another... Or a sea to another country. It's cool. That's what I fucking love about Europe, right? It's like you literally can drive an hour one way. Israel, Europe. 
No, no so I'm veering just, off. So Europe, right. everything's connected. So okay. you can. It's not like Australia. We grew up in this place. We can drive and go to another state. Yeah. No, Whereas you know. can literally drive from Canada to Mexico, <laughs> like into Mexico. You so realise that's not Europe. I know. <laughs> you, <laughs> I'm, three. I'm darting, <laughs> mate. You sound like me today. Yeah, you true. are fucking darting like Josh Jansen. Or you can you could go to seven countries. I'm back to Europe. <laughs> <laughs> you, could, you were the funny thing is, I think you're a little bit high. Yeah, I know. You were having a go at me before because I said that in the hotel room I could smell uh, a bit of marijuana. Yeah. Or as this on the streets we say gunja. Yeah, and I and I said. I you know what I hate, hate about it? you? I, fucking... I hate it when people who have never dabbled in the dope that think dabbled that they the can dope. smell weed constantly. And my wife does it. Amy says, smell that? Smell it weed? Like, you've never smoked a joint in your life? <laughs> so don't start talking about <laughs> joints because you don't know what joints smell and like. The thing is that I don't know the difference between the smell of joints and fresh Grass clippings. <laughs> no, when you and my abuse to you was no, valid. You do. I I think marijuana sm- sort of smells like when the gr- mix of grass clippings and dog shit, maybe a little bit. Okay. Or like hops. So the hops. barefoot investor sent me an email. Baby. Um, it's the subscription email, so it went to probably okay. hundred thousand other people. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But it was about weed. What did he say? It was about medical marijuana and. He got an email from a, 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 a couple that had some money to invest and they were thinking, should we invest in these new medical marijuana companies? Interesting. Now, do you know any yeah, backstory so, in this? Uh, yes, a tiny bit. I know that uh, I remember speaking to a friend and she was saying her son was investing and stuff and doing really well. Yeah. It was like in the early days investing in this stuff what's the latest what was the advice the takeaway that i saw on there was there's been massive growth in this industry mm-hmm. so in people have made money investing because it's been like a boom the legalization in america and what they're doing over here in california and heaps of other states and it's coming over here so people have made money but the one thing he said was these aren't companies that are profiting his advice to people is invest in companies that make money yeah. so they actually have a turnover. 100%. Whereas like one of them lost $100 million the other year. Yeah, not ideal. And so it's like the projection and the growth industry they're in is something that could make a fuck ton of money, mm-hmm. but they're not there yet. And so when these le- when legalization in Australia comes through and it's like people will, but if you to give advice to somebody... Like, yeah, here, put some money into a company that doesn't make anything. There's the r- massive risk involved, but you might win big. Hugely. And, and on that point, let's cl- potentially close a loop that maybe wasn't even a loop, but it was the <laughs> uh, the Bitcoin man in Melbourne that Sam dude, the Savlaki guy. Yeah, so I talked about him. Yeah. So I met him. He owned the Savlaki shops on one of the other episodes. Anyway, he's like a, a self-made entrepreneur, Seems to have made a bunch of cash. He's flashy with cars and stuff and um, has a Savlaki chain. And I'm big on Savlakis. And he's also got um, Ozcoin ATMs that sell Bitcoin and also his currency. Which is Ozcoin. Which is Ozcoin. Yeah, but... Uh, so I didn't even know that when I was talking about the guy, Sam, on this podcast. Yeah, and, and you were playing this little grab from 60 Minutes from Sunday night, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. So they were looking into him about whether his business 
is I don't know. Would you call it a fraud or is it like? No, nah, it's a. I mean, it's it's mis- maybe not misleading people, but it's using the fact that people are fucking pumped about crypto and shit like yeah. that for to, for a cash grab investment. Yeah. yeah, because it's not like not all fucking crypto is made equal. And well, setting up your own cryptocurrency, you need to fuel the economy. So you'd need a people to buy into it. Yeah. So if a million people put a thousand bucks in, mm-hmm. you got a fuck toe, fuck ton load, fuck toad lot of money into a brand new economy. Yeah. Essentially. So that's what they were saying. You were getting mum and dad investors to put money into a new, uh, new economy that's non-existent so yeah. you don't know if it's tried and tested yeah exactly i mean it's, it's very risky and talking about risk uh i wanted to ask you a question in regards to uh whether you've ever had photos that you have taken which you needed to delete mm. i'll give you an example uh got my new lens over the weekend and i was testing it out and brie was there and she was sort of getting changed and so I was just sort of snapping away and she goes, make sure you just, uh, you don't fucking upload them. What were you like, snapping? Well, just because I was like, what test- was she wearing? I was testing out the lens. She was just in her undies. And where were you? I was in the room. Like in the same thing, just like testing it out, like yeah, portrait yeah, sort of yeah. thing. All very tasteful. Fuck, this is a story coming to me. Keep going. Yeah, it will and, come to me. Yeah. And so that was what I was wondering is I ended up importing all my photos and I was like, oh fuck, forgot to... Uh, to delete them off the camera. So yeah. I just had to go through and, and delete them. But I feel like if anyone was to have this happen, it would happen to you because I'm sure there's been a fair <sighs> few nudes and shit like that. I feel like you're pro- What? Hang on, hang on. I feel like there's a fair few nudes. What does that mean? Well, they... Campton and that call you the nude dude. No, they don't. <laughs> you fucking idiot. You oh, fuck. I'm just trying to think. I, it was triggered. one of the it's deep inside you. Oh, it is. Think about it. It was. You are not. I the had my phone, clear. and someone was looking at it, and like a, I was showing somebody something, and something came up. Oh. And it, like, here's the thing: I've never sent a nude to anybody in my life. You haven't sent one. I've never sent a cock shot in my life. I think there's something fucking gross about it, and you now looking at me, mate. Stop your judgment. Yeah, but you, the way you look at me is like... Which I don't fucking believe you. I mean, Hang on, you, you think I'm lying to you. I've never sent a cock shot in my life. Says this, the stripper. Does who- it mean that someone hasn't <laughs> taken a photo of my cock and sent it on? No. Right. No, okay. I actually have never sent... So that's no, not congratulations. what I'm talking about. The, I have had... I pe- like that you're being all high and mighty like it's a... A choice based on... No, but I think your, I've made the choice uh, based... Is like it a I, penis issue? Nah. Okay, great. I'm fine. Perfect. <laughs> this has got real fucking weird. I thought you went over to press pause, which would be... Only the the closest time thing, right, happened. is when you... So I've done a few of these competitions with my mates where we oh, of put in cash and we train really hard and start our bodies start looking much better, um, less blown out. Here's the thing, right? I'm not training hard at the moment. I'm going to the gym, but... We know. I don't... When you train hard, for me, and it sounds so fucking wanky, but you become so much more aware of your body and what it looks like, and when it starts looking a bit better, it sends me into like a, 
it's like you become more obsessed with how you look. Yeah. And so it's is that a good snow- thing or a bad thing? I think it's a bad thing. Yeah. Because I find like now I, I I haven't looked I don't look in the mirror much. It's like I'm happy with. What Welcome I'm, to what the I club, at bro. The moment. Welcome. Take a seat. Enjoy. Here. Would what? you like some chippies? What? No, it's fine. Like, I think that's a good place. Like, I think that that's... As long as you're not fucking unhealthy, I think that's a good place to be. Oh, I feel, yeah. I feel like I'm not as healthy as I could be, but I am not on... I'm not as far away as I once was mm-hmm. um, into feeling more unhealthy, right? And so, my point is, it's like, it does. It drives the obsession. And you see these Instagram people and it's like... It def- I think they, they would experience what, what I've thought of and that's that obsession after you get the results you start seeing it you're fucking looking, trying to look at your abs um, and, and yeah you just become a wanker well I have I, so- no I became a wanker I, oh, I and so my point was I have taken photos of my body like as in trying to look at my abs and chest and shit right and so I've definitely flicked through photos in front of people and they've come up oh. and they would think that I'm a fucking idiot right you know what would be a, it's a fun game? If you are listening, if you're in the car yeah. or if you're listening to this podcast with someone else, switch phones and go into the deleted folder section oh, in the photos. Yeah. You wouldn't find anything in mine. You might you would, find a few of those ab shots. Really? Yeah. That's, How, it, that's it. Okay. I, uh, I feel like I've taken so many before photos. I haven't got to the after I've bit. never gotten to the after. <laughs> I've got this just pretty standard bod that's just sort of stayed the same. Which is why you're not taking photos of it. Because when you start getting this little fucking sniff of success with the look of your body, <laughs> it's, yeah, I reckon you'd probably go a bit like... I'd go probably fucking mental. Yeah, and I'd so it's a hard full. place. Should we do a, the daily... To- okay, here. I've got a proposition for you, okay? okay? I'm still working on Seth Godin all that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So you had, uh, you caught up with a mate of yours today. Yeah. Tell us about him. Yeah. He's serial entrepreneur. He's been very wealthy, lost it all, very wealthy, lost it all, scaled businesses like No Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Say his name, who is he? Jeff Jowett. Jeff he created Jeff. Body Trim. Which is like you go into supermarkets now, they're like awesome. Like I like the cookies. Yeah. And you like those peppermint bars? Yeah, no, I like the cookies too. But he also but I, started Vision Personal Training. Oh, really? Which Have you yeah. seen Vision? Yeah, yeah. Like the Red PT Studios uh-huh. and he franchised the fuck out of it and um, and then got out. But he did it with partners and stuff. But we we connected through Craig Harper. Yeah. Um, who's a fitness dude. And he was so... Uh, Jeff, that's his name, isn't it? Yeah. Jeff. Jeff. Well, I remember him so well from the like sort of the as seen on TV infomercials. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, you got my protein bar. He's fucking great. He's like super energetic. Uh, but anyway, this is this is the th- thought I'm having on the yeah. fly. Right. You met with him today. He was talking. Uh, he does all this stuff on weight loss. Why mm. don't we get? We should get him on the podcast. Yeah. And we should set up. And why don't we do it for... Um, maybe we could do it for March. Let's do the the daily talk show March body challenge. Mm. We set a challenge. You have your challenge. So it might not be weight loss. might be, you know, fucking abs or fucking biceps or triceps yeah. or maybe even lats. <laughs> I'm going to build big lats. <laughs> is lats the thing? Uh, the, what I would love is for you to talk to Jeff because Jeff knows weight loss. That's his thing. He's like... He said to me today... 
if I fucking, if there's one thing, I know it's weight loss. It's his thing. It's his thing he's passionate about and he's helped hundreds of people lose. Yeah. Wait, did I tell you? Oh, yeah, I, I did. My um, sister-in-law, yeah. so my brother's wife, her mum lost a lot of weight using Jeff's program, the one body thing trim I, program or the, the whatever but, it was. But what I wonder about Jeff is whether he can... So I'm not at the... I used to be overweight. I'm mm. not really overweight now. I'm just sort of standard. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what he could do from sort of a standard body type. So I think what I, what I was getting at, you frustrate me when you talk about this stuff because there's still a lot of like you've tried a lot like you just said I've got a lot of before photos but you haven't got to the after Uh and I feel like maybe I lose a bit of that empathy for you but Jeff would I think Jeff would have another perspective because he has more conversations around weight loss and sticking to things when it comes to your body and stuff. Yeah. So I'd like you to actually get a bit Can we do this educated. thing in March or are you just getting pissed off and be like, I don't want to fucking do this? It totally depends on what it is because it, it depends on if you... It takes eight weeks for your body to really start looking much better. Four weeks, you, you, you the gear's on. And eight weeks later, you what's the gears looking, on mean? As in, like you you switched up a okay, gear you and, you, and okay. you're starting to get a momentum, right. and then you get through three months is like a primo amount of time, okay, for you to get to a, a far what's place March, from where you are. April, today. May. I'm going to Bali in May, so it could be up until May. But then it's we'll find. Let's, I want Jeff on the podcast because yeah. he's a very interesting dude. Why don't we do this? Why don't we... Because you get a bit of fucking annoyed every time we talk about gyms and health. You get very upset with me because you just get fucking triggered as your PT because you're worried that people are going to call you out or some shit. Nah. It, what is they it? They can be frustrating conversations. Maybe it's the same feeling that I get with people who say they want to do all these creative things and yeah. they don't do it. It'd Maybe it's the same thing. 100% be the same thing. So... But I do like the, and maybe that's exactly the same pain as if someone who's not that creative said, "I want to do a three-month creative challenge." It's like, well, yeah, you could just fucking do anything. You nailed that metaphor, and I know you love metaphors. I do love a metaphor. You did well with that one. Uh, But no, it would be fun to do something. Maybe we could um, dedicate once every two weeks to have some. If we were to do something a little bit longer term, say three months, yeah, every two weeks, I'm just spitballing ideas. We could have someone on, like Jeff, like Craig people mm. like that to talk about this specific thing yeah, like and we it. can have an update. I, I like it. Them cool. just working out that thing, what that is. What's the thing that you're co- constantly trying to work on? What do you, what's your... I go through ebbs and flows of wanting or thinking about anything. And it's like I've got to a more consistent point of being more healthy more consistently. But I've gone through those obsess- obsessions like the what I was saying. Do you think having, say if we were in Sydney now and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go get lunch and Mm. I went to a uh, supermarket and got some tuna. Mm. Like, is that, do you think that that's healthy? It's, like as in from a mindset point, as it from a mindset point of view. Opposed to what? I just burped. Going out and having a meal somewhere. So, it depends on what the meal was. Last night, I, I think it is healthy. I think it is... But, but is that like not getting so... Like is this... But it depends on what that... How that... How you cope with that. Like if you're being like, oh, I, I, I can't eat anything and I'm being super weird about this tuna thing. The thing 
that's the hardest is when you make it bigger than it is. Yeah. Because I just I like tuna and I'll eat tuna and I know it's healthy healthier than the Macca's chips. And so but it hasn't become a big thing. I don't worry about the taste. I'm like, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I won't even go near it because I'm I, I'm too far away from that. So if you can just make it like, oh, I don't really think about it too much. I'm just eating the tuna. becomes a part of you. Like last night we ate pizza and you wanted to get chips and I said, let's get a salad. I would oh, never, fuck no, off. No, no, no. Oh. But I would never get chips with a pizza. But it's like my, I, I have never thought about that, it like that, right? <laughs> All right. Anything else? Any any other fucking... You fucking brought it. No, See, this is your no. now triggered. <laughs> no, I'm not triggered. I'm fine. <laughs> but but so I was doing it because I was trying to shock my body. No, but I've hung out with more f- people who are more f- fit, more healthy than me, a yeah. lot. And they're just... They're like just stock standard principles. Have this, but also get a healthy salad as well. And it's like I take that and I look at that. And yeah, go, that's good. It, it adds to it. So if you're, it's like the green thing. I've encouraged you to eat more greens. So it's like if you're having a big piece of meat, at least throw in some greens. Like if you're looking at your plate, if it looks like there's not lots of greens on there, you're probably doing pretty good. And so it's like adding that stuff in. See how you uh, look at me in this funny way. No, well, no, I completely get it. No, but it like this sense. is the conversations it's I went so down fucking so annoying, much it? with people. Why is it so hard? Because like, it's emotional. And the thing is, it's like it fucking annoys me even saying that because it's like I just when I hear people talk in this way, it's like when I watched. If you, guys, if you haven't watched this show, it's fucking amazing. I think it's only on Netflix in the yeah. US. Not in Australia, but I'm sure you'd be able to just download it. I think it's one of those TLC shows. What is it? Uh, I've mentioned it to you. It's Freaky Eaters. Mm. And there's an episode which I love where it's a guy who only eats burgers. And they're trying to wean him off it. So the first challenge is him eating a burger with just a little bit of lettuce in it. And he starts like... I try reaching as it gets closer to his mouth. Because he can't eat lettuce. He couldn't... He just uh, only has to have cheeseburger. He just can't imagine it. Oh, God. And that's patterning, right? It's like if you have eaten shit food for a long time, it's super hard. I get in it. I get in the patterns of eating really bad and it's consistent. I feel horrible. I've eaten probably the worst in the last week consistently. My guts feel funny today. I'm not feeling great. It's um, maybe feel a bit lethargic. Totally the food I'm eating. We have been up in Sydney doing some filming for you, yeah. your company. And we're filming a fitness chick who's like a spin instructor, mm-hmm. super fit. Yeah. Like a machine. There Can, was a uh, psychology. It's sort of like a soul cycle. If you know overseas, they have soul cycle. Well, it's, it's, a, like it's, only, dancing. it's only cycling class. Yeah. Like uh, spin classes, right? But like music and fucking like pumping yeah, up. Like it seems epic. like a lot of fun. Yeah. I would almost do it in Melbourne. Nah, not my cup of tea. Apparently, not many straight dudes do it, she really? was saying. Yeah. Well, it is in the heart of Sydney's gay area. Oh, really? Gay okay. district. Which one? What's that one? It's Oxford Street. Oh, it's okay. like, it's it's the place to be. Okay, great. It's the fucking, it's one of the best places in Sydney. It's so vibey and shit. And so, anyway, she's super fit. My point of it is, she does like 25 hour sessions a week of spin. And I remember... And I know you fucking, but it's like living on my glory days. There was a time where I was felt so fit, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about looking. I was looking at her and thinking, "Fuck, I remember that feeling of being super fit, and it's a really, really fucking good feeling. Like you, t- you get tired and shit, but you feel strong when you walk. You walk with great fucking posture, 
and you just heart rate is just quality and it's it's a really like if you haven't been there yeah it's this amazing amazing place like like humans that are just like really fit Mm -hmm. it's a yeah it's a it takes it there it's a fucking amazing place to be okay i this is this has inspired me what i would like to do next steps i want to get uh i think it would be cool to get some blood tests and this isn't so you're fucking taking it way too far. No, I'm not fucking taking way it too far. Way too far. No, see, this is the thing. No, yeah. okay. Who's the guy that started shit and never finished it? I've at least started a lot of things no, and finished them. I in finished the heaps realm. of shit. Not, if you aren't going to the gym, blood tests aren't going to help you get through it. <laughs> because get, they haven't helped you before. You've you done get it. Fucking blood tests, and then you do the thing. No, and then you you've, test. You've the easiest bit was getting the blood test. The thing that you aren't doing is the hardest bit, which is the gym. And I'm sure there's people listening who are annoyed or they're thinking I'm a prick. But it's like, just get away from the blood tests and but it, why, go like, to your spin but class. But isn't that... But I think that... And this is probably why I don't think... Like, I wouldn't have liked you as a PT. I didn't talk like this to my clients. <laughs> uh, honestly, 100%, hand on heart, I didn't... Okay. I, I think because, it's, you get fed up with the industry. Yeah, but I think the thing is that... It's such a personal thing, right? So as you as you've said, everything is so prescriptive. Everything needs to be specifically tailored to what motivates you and what's going to work longer term. Mm. And so for me, the reason I think about blood tests is if I have blood tests, then I can track it from a health point of view. So it's not a weight thing because I can fucking I've lost heaps of weight yeah. eating natural confectionery company lollies, right? That's no problem, mm. but for the actual health for long you know longevity. but I don't think it's a sustainable thing and I and I think which a bit lot but of, see that's you being triggered based on no because of your past you've had many a blood test and it hasn't got you healthier than you were before right and so I can only go if you'd never had a blood test I wouldn't be talking like this but I think that that's the I think that that and I think that this is playing into something interesting which is I think that's around your conversation around why like of course if I had the attitude that you're always like this you're only ever going to do this you're you know you've you've always said you're going to be able to lose weight or that you're going to do it so all I'm saying is there's more simple things to measure the success that you have than going to get a blood test. I agree. Because what are yeah, you trying to get out of it? What do you viable, want to know? Minimum what's, viable product, What's a blood right? test going to do for you? Well, a blood test, I always feel... And so no, the no, thing no. Is, what is a blood test going to allow you to track? Yeah, so I think... Because what's the end goal? So for me, this is this is the idea around it. I have always... Like, I have had... Like, I know that you don't think I've had success in that game. I went from 120 kilos to being 87 kilos. Yeah. To me... Yeah, but going go from back morbidly to, go obese... Back to, yeah, I know, but going, go back to the... I'm just trying to... like I'm, I'm not disrespecting the success you've had in terms of your weight loss, but I'm my point of you getting a blood test for you to track your success, I don't know what you're trying to track. I get that. No, but I completely get that. But I think it's also... It plays nicely into the cliche, which is like... W- as a society, we overcomplicate things, right? So yeah, yeah. we think we need the new bit of gym equipment when we don't. We Is don't it overcomplicating need, we, it then? We don't a blood need, test. Yeah, so I think you could say that, right? I yeah. think that people could say, don't... What you're trying to do is you're putting layers so that it's fucking harder mm. for yourself. 
However, I also think that me getting a DEXA scan and getting the blood test did work. I dropped, I have dropped significant amounts of weight since then. For me, there is a mental shift in saying by getting a blood test, you're saying I'm prioritizing this now. Uh, It's a shift. You know, you can say that about heaps of things. So it's like some people will say, uh, I'm not happy right now in my life. And they'll say, okay, I need to change my job or I need to change where I live or I need to change my friendship groups. And the thing is, you could say to them, you're fucking overcomplicating it because you're not happy because A, B and C. You don't need a new job. You need to be you know, exercising or doing this or doing that. But I think the point is that when you change something, sometimes that that is the catalyst and the thing that helps you move along and being able to do that. I think you thought about it uh, almost too much, right? So there's something before... So you think a blood blood scan will keep you accountable. And my thought around knowing you, and I'm not giving advice Mm -hmm. to some random person. Uh I'm giving someone advice. I know a lot about you Uh and your past. But there is also the... There's a lot of things before that. So like that will keep you accountable. Yeah, you know that's outside of that. So if you order, if you got sick, you'd be fucking twice as healthy uh-huh. because you would have a fucking firecracker up your ass. Yeah, and, and you, uh, there and is this keystone habits, right? Yeah. So keystone habits are those small habits that are easy to do, but they trigger off a bunch of other habits. Mm-hmm. So an example of that would be uh, drinking more water, right? Or not even that. The the habit might be having a cup always like your cup that you always drink out of at your desk that's the keystone habit then what happens is you fill it up more you have more water what happens then you get off your seat more and you go and you get and you uh, remove yourself from your computer so you're having that time mm-hmm. all of these things end up happening which results into better life so there are those keystone habits and the, I think some of them are around like when you wake up in the morning I know there's lots of freelancers who wake up later and I think I worked out early on that when I started freelancing when I was younger you know when I was 18 I would get up at quarter to t- mm-hmm. quarter to nine or you know you know quarter past nine and it's like I realized that fuck you need to get up earlier so why I'm bringing this up I think that there is that little bit of a mental you know it's a very complicated I completely understand your frustrations and it's that thing of it's like what we were talking about um the other day i don't know if we spoke about it on the podcast but it's like you can get fucking we can all get upset at what other people especially the people close to us Mm. are doing right well you see you see the things from an outside perspective on it's like here's the thing you actually need to be doing yeah which is probably super easy from the outside and i think that the thing is i can i can tell that you're obviously like you're thinking about it because it comes your the things you're saying is coming from a place of love and care and wanting to be helpful and it's in those moments where it's like and i i think that we are all guilty of it where it's like i see fucking my parents eating poorly and you're just like well fuck you just need to do this this and this and you get real ranty and Mm. angry about it 
it doesn't change across the board. I know so many PTs that all experience frustration with clients that mm-hmm. are very strongly talking about what they want but aren't doing what they need. Yeah. And the excuses and stuff. So it does, it runs so deep across the medical industry, the health and fitness industry. It's like this podcast. We've committed to doing it five days a week. Yeah. We've moved a lot of shit in our life to make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. And there's been a lot of success and it's been from the consistency of it. And I can tell you right now, if we did the same thing with you and I meeting down the park for half an hour a day, just to fucking do a few push-ups and get fit and move around, what it would bring outside is bigger than you and I at the park. Yeah. It would change how you walk into a supermarket. It'd change how you feel about yourself. It would change your attitude towards exercise potentially. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But there are flow-on effects that are well outside of your mental capacity or like what you believe would happen. And I think that the key, and if we use this podcast uh, as sort of a proxy to what we're talking about, is we need to prioritize. Mm. And so the what I would probably say to someone who say the feedback that I'd give to myself is that's really good. Like it's fine going and getting the blood test Mm. might have no or some uh, impact, but beyond that, what is the next step? Like look two to three steps ahead and saying, so that's, that's not the starting. That's not even starting yet. Right. That's like the fucking, that's not even the business plan. That's like going, it's like you want to open a, burger joint this is literally saying i'm gonna go to grilled my first step i'm gonna go to grilled i'm gonna have a burger i get the analogy i think it's a bit different though because i think you put the blood test as the thing that you're going to be then 17 steps down the track getting another blood test so it is the start for you it is the start. It has to yeah. be. If And you got a blood test ages ago and you never followed up and got the next one. Well, I did like years... Like we're talking yeah, but it is seven years ago. The dude, Tim, Ferri- I did Tim Ferriss I, is that dude who gets blood tests. But I did do it. I actually... I found the... Follow- I did do a follow-up one. But the thing was that I was also not like... Uh, I hadn't lost a significant amount of weight. Whereas, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're right. Being into something and I like for me... I've been really into weight training my life mm-hmm. and I've and it's I, I've just got into it it's like I actually enjoy it which is you don't right and that's okay I got into kickboxing for a while I did that for ages and then I just totally fell off and it. it's not my thing and so my point of this is like everything is easier in life when you find that thing that is is something that stimulates you in a way that your mind you, you like it just it doesn't become the burden and then you can even when you don't like it, it just becomes after doing something you like. So it's like if you like canoeing, it's annoying because it's a barrier. It's fucking, yeah. but you live by a river. It's true. You start canoeing. And then by the time you've done it enough because you've loved it, you then stick at it when you don't really love it that, you know, that week because it's fucking pouring rain. But you're like, actually, just, I do this now every day. Like yeah. what we're doing. And so it's like that is a principle for success as one of many principles but for you you've tried a lot of stuff and so it's what is the thing that you like and is there and maybe you get through so many things you're like fuck I don't like it but you can't be then applying that success principle because it's not working for you in that so you have to shift 
the principle and it could be so, I don't know commitment to a mate that you're I just rocking up do you know like the lesson that I talk take out of this is it's more the need to not talk about it anymore mm. it's the need to like uh, you know if I look at other people in life and I look at the um, you know people who aren't that successful mm. and they'll say oh I was going to invest in Bitcoin or oh, I could have done you know I I, uh, I actually knew this person I, I my cousin's mate was Elon Musk and you know was. yeah <laughs> just all these things right yeah, yeah and so I think that the um we can get stuck in this loop mm. that we find ourselves in and it takes these conversations to think about it which is it's a mix of uh, uh, what would it be it's like this idea of proving proving to myself that I have the mental capacity to be able to do it mm. I think that the weirdness is that that is also that my hindrance it's the thing that i do beat myself up on because it's like why it's the thinking about you should be doing it and you're not mm. and that i think is more painful than being completely naive with your situation yeah i mean we're so complex right and i've said it on this podcast about how i go to the gym because of my mental state mm-hmm. and my family and i like i feel like they're they're things that push me through those shitty times Mm -hmm. because it's not not anymore like I just can wake up when I want and go to the gym when I want and I don't have to think too much I love that Mm -hmm. but it's not my reality anymore and so what's kept me going is a lot of those things and so it's for you what's that I don't know maybe you can find something maybe it becomes the point where you've been talking about it for so long and you're looking at your own success in the past and you're fed up with not getting or getting to a place where you want to be and so well, that becomes your driver and I think that if we uh, we can look at all these other things in life where look at you know look at where you were in business two years ago or where you know all of these things and we were different people mm. and I think that um, there is a danger in thinking that we are the same and that we're always going to be the same. Mm. And I think that if anyone else can take something out of this episode, as I think it's a painful one to listen to. I don't think that this... I don't think that the last 20 minutes is fucking interesting to listen to because I think that things that are fucking boring is people talking about their health or their dreams. Um, but you, you bring in, it up to me so much. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, and I think that the... It's maybe thinking about like maybe you've got something like you know to, so that this wasn't a complete fucking waste yeah. of your listening power think about what is your version of what i'm talking about now what mm. is so for some yeah, people I like, that. I like that observation because the weight thing dude i don't know what it's like to be overweight mm. i've never in my life been overweight yeah. if i tried i would struggle to get overweight yeah. it's my body type and i, I legit like look yeah. at me i'm pretty skinny in uh-huh. terms of my body and so i don't know so for other people it might be uh that it's their job mm. uh you know, just leaving your job getting a new job yeah. could be that one thing or it can be so much fucking smaller than that right but it's about actually 
rather than saying that it's going to happen or, you know, theorizing about stuff, just fucking do it. And so my commitment is actually, you know what, March, like we won't do anything. We won't do anything in... April. If they stopped listening and, uh, 10 minutes in, they, we've committed, they come back in April. We can close the loop. But the thing is <laughs> that, um, like, I'll take it as my personal journey. This is something that I'll work on. It's good. And then we can come back at it when I've actually done it. Because I know, like, it's definitely a thing, right? Like, it, I've got footage of me, uh, what, uh, th- 13 or 14 years ago yeah. as a kid being weighed mm. on scales preparing for a weight loss challenge it's awesome I mean it's not fucking awesome I mean, no, it's, it's awesome that you've got that footage I mean, no, it's I awesome that I got the footage I love old footage <laughs> but it's um, but that's how long you've been doing this shit for and talking yeah, I mean, about it's, and we're fucking and it's, and it's just get this. it and I just want to say I've, been, I've offered you like let's go down to the park TRX straps I've got some I own some we can uh-huh. do you know it'd be like if you push me to do that uh-huh. as much as it's not the fucking most fun thing for me to be doing mm-hmm. I have offered that right yeah. mm-hmm. and so it's like I don't know it's yeah I see videos and creating videos the breakdown of the process mm-hmm. is really like the metaphor of what we're talking about the elements of it are very similar to success across anything it's like getting started it's like you start making a really shit video it's like your videos are always going to be crap to start with you know just keep chipping away learning research it's like the same with exercise i honestly think yeah and it's it's about impulses as well Mm. it's about planting seeds it's not about you're not going to be it's not you're not getting an instant reaction if i start tomorrow i'm not going to i'm not going to see anything tomorrow no and that's and that's like the harder thing. It's, four to um, six weeks. Yeah, four to six weeks. You will. That's when you start. There's a tipping point. And so that's if you're doing the right. Thing. That's the thing, right? That's the uh, the interesting bit is um, it's putting in doing something now with the idea that it's going to be better for you later, mm. and it's not as sexy, and it's not as fun in the moment, and it's not geared towards our impulses or our you know satisfaction loop or whatever they thought you know the whatever that's called mm. um yeah, yeah instant gratification yeah it's n- and it's it, not that. like you, you we led earlier on about being something it's like a challenge or whatever so i think that becomes the problem right when it's like this trivialized well we self-contain it we sort of um it's good for a short term yeah it's good but when you're really doing it for yourself which it sounds like you came came around and you're like fuck that's a mission I need to go and stop talking about it I th- I'm sure that we've said this in a previous episode I'm sure that <laughs> this is just fucking ep 7 or some shit just re re uh, far enough away but, but the thing is that <laughs> and one other thing I would like to say is what is the thing that keeps coming up again and again and again and again what's the same stories that you keep telling yourself or what's the same conversations that you're having because maybe they're the things that you need to work on i feel guilty talking about stuff to people and they're not doing it Mm. i feel like i don't want to be a broken record and i feel like there's some stuff you know i've talked to you about stuff and you've helped me come up with concepts and stuff that i haven't followed through with it's like I fucking feel that and I want and I'm just like it, it's a driver for me I think putting it out there talking to a mate is good but if you continuously do it it's when it becomes yeah and 
and I've always said that, you know, happiness is about making promises to you and to the people around you and keeping them. Mm. And when you don't keep those promises, that's when your happiness is going to be impacted. Mm. And so that's like, I'm going to wake up at this time or I'm going to deliver on this thing or I'm going to meet this person at this time. All of those things are mini promises. Yeah. This was an interesting one. Yeah. You see why when we do, I try to divert from going down a rabbit hole with you on fitness. <laughs> That's why. How many minutes? 45. 45 minutes later. Great. And we're not allowed to not put this up. So yeah. we have to put it it's up. It's the daily talk show, everyone. Maybe we should have not pressed it. Maybe we should have gone back and started again. <laughs> and I have, no, I said at the start of the episode, you, you wanted, I wanted to start again. You wouldn't let me. I know. So that's would it, that would have been a different episode. Exactly. But anyway, anyway, catch you tomorrow. Bye, guys.